Hello, and welcome to another episode of Poly Confidential. And today, Buddy is back. Hi. Buddy is here, and I'm very happy about it. Yeah, I'm happy to be back as well. So, the brunch bang orgy. Have you ever been to a brunch orgy before? No. Yeah. I can't say that I have. There's a lot less bagels and locks than you would expect. But eggs? No. There's That's... no breakfast. <laughs> Our The brunch bang more refers to... The fact that it's like a daytime Saturday, Sunday, like a one o'clock. It's like a daytime orgy, but they call it a brunch bang. In terms of the actual brunch, no, it was eight people, four men, four women. Mm -hmm. And there were like snacks and like a little bit of fruit, just like little refresher snacks. Yes. You know, little individual chocolates, but nothing like actual brunch. Right. Nothing heavy. Was it all things people brought or was it... No, it was provided by the host. The host, oh my God, she takes a page out of my handbook. Okay. Fridge stocked with good bottled water. Uh Uh-huh. Gatorades. Uh Uh-huh. The snacks, the fresh fruit, amazing. Uh, She had alcohol if anybody wanted. I think some people made like a drink. Uh, It was very well thought out. Condoms, lube, all that stuff. How did you find out about it? Okay. So, this is good. I went on field looking for men okay. to join me with women. So okay. I needed to find male partners for girls who want to do MMF, two girls a guy, right. or two guys a girl, whatever. This guy, we'll call him the guy. Okay. <laughs> the guy. The guy came out, you know, I vetted him. We had a first session. I had him do a, an interview, Can you know. You- no, can talk about that. So we need to talk about what's vetting and what's yeah. the interview. So the guy... Basically, uh, vetting is the initial conversation on the app. Then, um, what does that entail? Oh, uh, how tall are you? Are you experienced? What's your STD testing regimen? What do you say when you match with this person? So, yeah, so matching with women, I have my, I'm almost like a salesman, you know, I'm like selling myself. Matching with a guy, I'm more like a detective. Right. And I'm just asking them basically. You're a recruiter. I'm a recruiter. Asking them basic questions about what they're into, what their boundaries are, what their safety protocols are, and if, and then seeing if they are a good fit for what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Say out of, you know, you swipe on a hundred people, you get five matches, whatever. Most guys are idiots. So I went, I, it dwindles down to one or two if I'm lucky. This particular guy, um, did that and then we had a good conversation i don't know if we i don't think we spoke on the phone but anyway he came over is he bi he's not he's straight okay there are some bi guys but this particular one is straight he came over why was he on the because he hosts parties was he looking for? he's a couple because i was matching with couples i think and i think he might have a couple attached so he came over he did what we call the interview which is where i had in this case two of my submissive girls here one was on her period, so I made her like just blow him to like get him hard while I fucked the other one. Okay. You know, first obviously he comes in, I made him feel welcome. I said, "Hey, you know, this is what's going on." Yeah. And that's like my way of testing him. So, so you don't meet him before you do that. Usually I'll do a video chat. I got a really good vibe from him though. So okay. I didn't feel the need. How old? 30 35ish. Okay. You know, somewhere in our range, yes. so to say. Um, no, sometimes I do require that if I'm not sure, um, I also require a fresh selfie Mm -hmm. because I always say like your pics could be old. I want to know exactly what you're going to look like when you show up. Right. I want to know when did you catch that fish? (laughs) Exactly. You're hilarious. (laughs) So 
the guy came to me through the app, came here, did the interview, which ended up turning into a little orgy. Okay. That night, it went very well. He passed the test of, you know, he smelled good. He could communicate. His dick works. He can come. He can get hard. He can stay hard. He's, you know, he didn't have any weird bumps on him. He was just right. like a normal dude. Good energy. We like him. And he's married or? No. He has, has a primary. He has a, okay. You, the original question, how did I come to find this orgy group that through the brunch orgy, this guy, his primary partner is the hostess. Okay. She's the one with the bottled water and the uh-huh. Gatorade. So basically, I started inviting Jason over. <laughs> we'll call him Jason now. I started inviting Jason over here, and uh, he had like one or two other encounters, and one of them, I think he brought a girl with him. Mm-hmm. When a guy brings a girl with him, he adds value. I love guys who bring value. Yeah. I hate guys who are like, I'm just going to fuck your girlfriend and leave. Right. Okay, sometimes that could be hot, but I really wanted someone who was going to bring a little more value. I like when guys show up with their own condoms, their own champagne or drink or whatever. They bring something to the party. Not just showing up to the party to use my girl and whatever. So he has that good energy. And then he said, hey, would you want to come to an orgy? And this was like, this was the first time. It was like a Friday night. I went to the first one, which was three on three. And then a month later, they threw this brunch orgy that was four on four. Four men, four women. Okay. So I came... Was any of the repeat people from the first one? there were. So it was all repeat. Yeah, I think it was all repeat. Mm-hmm. Plus we added, or maybe one was missing, one was missing, and then we added three new people, one of whom I brought. So I brought my primary mm-hmm. to go, and so, because I knew she would love it. Um, and then there was a, uh, I don't know if they were married, there was a couple there, and they yeah. were hot. Do you know what's interesting? I feel like when you, when you get together with new people, like if the holidays are coming, right, so, and not to date this but like when you go to places with people you've never met before like there's always a certain sense of like oh I have like you have to get to know people and you have to be you know a certain level of egregious and outgoing but now you're adding a new component of basically you also have to bang these people and be naked in front of them and yes. there's definitely you really have to you know kind of let your guard down pretty immediately this particular party the two that I went to at this person's house she provides a great warm-up she does like really cute warm-up games as amateur as spin the bottle okay but then she she like adds a twist by like writing little note cards like whoever spins the bottle picks a thing and it's always like you know do something naughty to someone's nipples or we like roll the sexy dice and the one i went to you had you had the game where you put your hand in the thing we always do little warm-ups yeah so you get to know each other gregarious not egregious my apologies i used the wrong word good correction thank you i'm so sorry yeah gregarious and i could see same letters different yeah so very different meaning yeah the warm-ups so right you do have to let your guard down one of the people at this brunch bang wanted to practice being submissive. Okay. So during the entirety of the beginning warm-up games, she was like the little submissive who would have to go around and do things. Did you have to submit tests or anything before you went? Was no, there- not for this one in particular. Some groups do that where yeah. they collect STI tests yeah. ahead of time. And I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Look, that's a great proactive thing to do it is not foolproof stds will never be foolproof how did you know like the rules of engagement beforehand um you you know i think once you're in 
this lifestyle or going to those kinds of parties, the rules are unspoken. Like everyone already knows the rules. Okay. Ask for permission before touching. Is this okay? You know, before you like finger someone. We always, uh, like for instance, one of the people there doesn't like being fingered. So there was a quick boundary talk before, like in the middle of the spin the bottle game before, but before any banging, there was a quick talk like, hey, okay, you know, this one just doesn't like that. Mm -hmm. And this is the only phone we take pictures with. So I have tons of pictures I'm going to show you in a minute. I'm going to get your live reaction on the podcast. Okay. So uh, the host has her phone uh, set on camera mode so anyone can open it up. And just it's left wherever it's left. And everyone at some point grabs the camera and gets a picture of whatever. Okay. Me, I'm a bit of a jokester during the orgy. So yeah, I'm the bull who's fucking all the women. But also I love being the jokester. So when something hot is going on, I'll make a funny face and take a selfie with like four people yeah. in a ring blowing each other behind me. How long did it last? The fucking part, I would say about two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give or take. Okay. With about an hour to an hour and a half warm. Maybe two and a half hours plus an hour and a half warm up. Okay. Um, yeah. Have you ever gone to one and been like, no, and like left? Only clubs have I had that happen. At actual sex parties. Look, I've been to ones where there were less attractive people. I've been to ones where... You're like, holy fuck, these are the most gorgeous people. I don't belong here. Yeah. And then I've been to everything in the middle. The clubs, the crappier clubs in New York, I've been in and walked out of. Should we name them? (laughs) What are the crappy clubs and what makes them crappy? Labyrinth is one. I want to say that's the one. This is the one I'm talking about is like on, let's just say it's 28th Street or 29th Street between like first and second or second and third. Someone will know it. I think that might be Labyrinth. It might not be. I've been to a couple of them. I've been to the pop-up ones uh-huh. where you could tell it's like a rented space. They do this like once every while. And then the ones that they just have sex furniture always set up there. They have a back room. Mm-hmm. What makes them gross is old furniture, nasty people, grungy environment. Um, anyone can get in, single dudes, whatever, yeah. shit like that. Um, this one, the one I went to, like the brunch orgy, Everyone is at a reasonably attractive level to mm-hmm. the point where I'm willing to play with everyone there. I'm more attracted to some, less attracted to others, mm-hmm. but there's no one at this party where I'm like, oh, no. And if I didn't want to touch anyone, I didn't have to. I don't have to fuck every single person there. Do you find that there's people who are at different levels? Yes. You know what else? Different styles. So you have me, the aggressive. dominant, aggressive fucker guy. Like, I want to put it in and I want to pound, you know? Right. Or I want to make them squirt. And then you have like the more beta kind of guys who are just like, kind of sit back a little bit and kind of fill in the gaps here and there. Pun intended. Yeah, they like to watch more than they like to... Yeah, they're doing their thing. Maybe they're giving oral more than they're like fucking the girls, you know? Hey, they have their purpose too. It's great. They take... They're just not as much the type who wants to thrust and fuck and work up a sweat. They want to have a more sensual experience maybe. They're all different. Yeah. So anyway, let's do a couple of photos here. Okay. Okay, so. Okay. Of course. Opening up the photo. <laughs> Going to the photos. There's a. F- I swear we had these set up earlier, but. So uh, right off the bat, this is. <laughs> there's you. See, when the camera's Thumbs on up. me. So that's me. Hey. Balls deep. Doggy style in someone. 
Looking really happy. Looking very happy. I'm in my happy Look, place. Smiling at the camera. Smiling, giving a thumbs up. Here's my primary partner getting railed by a guy while they use one of the submissive girls as sex furniture. That girl is a giant rack. Giant rack. Absolutely massive. Uh, we like her. She's Dutch. Oh, interesting. Yeah. This is some of the warm-up oh, games. okay. Warm-up games. I think you should swipe through. Okay. So, warm-up games. We're just playing with some people there. Yeah, everyone's clothed at that right. point. Where do I swipe up? How does this go? It's not cooperating. Well, you can see... How long did it take for everyone to get naked? Was it all at once? 90 minutes or so. But no, it was not all at once. It kind of happened in a slower oh, wait, progression. Yeah, here we go. Okay, there we you go. We just have to scroll down. Right. Um, okay, so these are the games. So people are just kind of playing with each other. Right, you see like there's some light spanking going on. So obviously this girl has her pants off, but is still clothed otherwise. Was everyone well-groomed? Oh, good one. During the opening game, there was like a trivia portion, like a truth or dare. Mm -hmm. And one of the questions was, what did you do to prepare for today's party? Okay. And the guy answered, he's like, I took the good shower. And we're all like, we know what that means. The I don't shower. Know what that means. It means you shaved your asshole. Okay. You like you did your beard. You trimmed everything. You were in there for let's this for a guy. You were in there for twenty minutes instead of three. You know. I, there's definitely a theme with at least what I've seen in pictures and you know observing. Yeah. What's the theme? It's always women in lingerie and guys just dressed like guys going to a freaking bar correct like, it's just so funny to me women a polo and jeans and then this chick is in like pearl laundry you know what I mean? women pearl want laundry. to be chased and desired and they naturally want to feel pretty and make themselves you know look pretty and us guys we're yeah we know we don't really have to we look better naked than we do in like our underwear or like in our it's funny you know yeah lingerie so so you see okay that's a common theme um there, yeah, so it was like 90 minutes. Then we started playing. We talked about the good shower. Oh, grooming. Now, yes, everyone was well-groomed. Interestingly, too, is that you have one woman, I guess, who didn't want her face in any of the Correct. pictures. So all her faces. So, yeah, so the we only took pictures with the one phone. Mm -hmm. And before we left, everyone submitted their uh, discretion needs. Mm -hmm. So if you said no face, you got blurred out. If you said, I don't give a fuck, like I did, I'm like, you could set, put my pictures all over the internet. Like, I'm yeah. proud of these pictures. I'm fucking hot people. And then everything in between. Some, you know, we just, some got deleted, obviously. Yeah, there's a lot of, um, like, human centipede type setups. So, you know how that happened? You asked yeah. how that happened. Yeah, how did that happen? Okay. There's like eight people so, in a row. So, just to set the scene. There's a, a main, like, king-size bed, and mm -hmm. then at the foot of the bed is a queen-size air mattress, yes. and everything has sheets on it, and it's clean, whatever. So I was taking a break, and one of the girls at the party came down to the air mattress to join me, mm -hmm. and I said, you know, while I'm recharging, I, would you like a G-spot massage? Mm -hmm. This is the Dutch girl. Yes. And she says, oh my, you know, I had made her squirt last time more than mm -hmm. she's ever squirted before. She's like, oh my God, can we do that again? So I start fingering her and giving her a G-spot massage, which turned into me going down on her mm -hmm. and fingering her, her G-spot. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, in my mind, how can I level this up? Yes. So I called over one of the girls. I said, come here and sit on her face while I go down on her. Mm -hmm. At which point that girl sat on this girl's face. The girl that's sitting on the face now calls over her boyfriend or husband 
to come get a blowjob. So he stands over and is now getting head. Yes. At which point my primary comes and starts sucking me from behind. So I'm like laying on all fours, like doggy style, because I'm eating this girl out and like kind of half on the air mattress. So my primary comes over and starts blowing me and sucking my balls from under. And then someone jumps behind her and someone jumps behind him and so on and so forth. Do you think there's any um, concern amongst the men specifically with like not wanting to be the first one to come? Uh, you know what I'll tell you? Men coming at these parties is much, much more rare than you think. I know. It I doesn't know. happen a lot. I know. But do you think that's because they're too nervous? Like, don't. I think it's, yeah, I think don't it's. Don't do it. I think there's don't several the reasons. One. I think it's uh, partially, okay, first off, you have the men who are on any kind of medication that discourages them from coming. Like um, antidepressants or any of those drugs make it hard to come. Okay. And also PrEP. PrEP is like, it's mostly more in the gay community, but that PrEP makes it hard to come too. Okay. It's the anti-HIV drug. Okay. Then you have guys who are in their heads, correct. Whether they can't get hard, can't keep hard, or they can't come, it's a mental thing. Right. Because I'm around other guys, or there's energy, I'm scared, I'm nervous, there's that. And then I think um, there's some who, it's just because of the weird rhythm of a sex party. You have to get, like for a, guy, a lot of guys to come, you have to like build up a head of steam. Some guys, you know, like if you've been jerking off all day, edging, when you finally get to fuck, you're going to come a lot mm-hmm. easier. But a lot of times we got to build up a head of steam before we can shoot a load. And I think you don't get that rhythm necessarily at an eight person orgy because you're kind of touching here, touching there, you're switching, you're yes, moving. I see. I, during these parties, always come because I make it a point to build up that head of steam with at least one of the people at the party. So were you first? I was, you know what? Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say I was the only. I was, I shot three of the four loads at that party. Three of four? That guy, three out of the four. <laughs> and I'm not trying to brag here, but okay. Guy number one, who's a little beta, and guy number two, who was, I couldn't tell if he was beta or not. They did not come at all. They played, they fucked, they got sucked. They did not come. This guy, Jason, we're calling, he did come. From the Dutch girl riding him, he came actually in his condom. He came inside. Okay. It was just like a really, it was hot. I saw he was like moving her hips back and forth and he shot inside. I came once, okay, definitely once inside my primary and definitely once all over the blonde married girl's tits because I was fucking the blonde married girl missionary with her legs like on my shoulders. Yeah. And Jason was face fucking her at the same time. Within, he's got a giant cock. So we were having this like hot little threesome in, on our own yeah. in the midst of this thing. And I thought it was so hot, I pulled out and eventually came on her tits. And I came one other time, but I can't remember my first load. It was, I remember I was unable to edge anymore. I was so edged up. Do you feel like the in couples who do this, because you said there's betas, do you feel like the women who are more dominant in their relationships are the one who push this more when they have beta husbands and men who are more sort of aggressive in their relationships push it more with their partners. Like, uh-huh. is there a... I don't know what the... There's is there definitely, a dynamic in terms of... There's the, definitely a ratio there of yet to both. I don't know. I think that there there's the potential for a submissive beta male to say to his wife or whatever, like, or they have a normal relationship, but he's like, look, I want to be cuckolded by... I want you to go, I want us to go to a party. Yeah. So another man will fuck you. 
it exists. But I think the situation you're presenting is more common where, right, it's the assertive one who's kind of taking charge and saying, I want, we're going to a party and I want you to do this and you have to yeah. follow my every command. I just Look, this is one very valuable thing I learned. Men's fantasies revolve around body parts and like sex actions. Women's fantasies revolve around being taken and being mm-hmm. controlled and being held down. Scenario based. Yes, very much so. So I think um, you do get, you know, there are obviously people that don't yeah, follow that sure. rule, but I think that's a lot of what I experience. So when I would say half of my partners easily say, you know, you're in charge of everything. You call the shots and they're submissive to me. And then the other half, at least during sex, I'm still completely in control. Bend over. This position. Do mm-hmm. that. You know, they want to be controlled. Are there men who are betas in a relationship? Like, they're, they're like, maybe, let's say, a stay-at-home dad. Right. But then when it comes to these types of things, they switch roles? Or no? I don't, know of, I don't know of any. That's I have no idea. rare, I think. So the thing is, my I kind of my filter, if you will, is limited to like New York City and a little bit of LA dating scene. Yeah. But like, I don't know about like the swinger scene in Florida. You know, like who knows? Years old. (laughs) There are who knows what fucking dynamics some of these people have because you get a lot of these pockets of kinksters in Florida. They're cousins. They're quite possibly yes. They're other cousins or or they're they're eighty. I know. Yeah, it's Sorry, funny. Florida. The the, the code name the nurse who I saw last night. Her grandparents. No, I'm sorry. No, it's the domestic sub. Her grandparents live in Florida in that okay. community, and they oh, see God. the upside down pineapples everywhere oh, on, wow. on the golf carts. Yeah, How they're all that? fucking. Yeah, apparently gonorrhea is quite the issue down there. <laughs> anyway, uh, the dynamics. I just don't have enough a vast knowledge of it. It's interesting. Yeah. So. Um. Do you prefer when you have uh let's say or do you have a, like or is it just kind of time i guess like day and time specific or taste specific for that specific day where you're like i want to be with someone today who's like who want we want to do a hot wife versus i want a guy who's like i want to watch like who's more aggressive like do you uh-huh. ever because you tend to always like to be the aggressor uh-huh. have you ever been in a situation where somebody's been the aggressor for you Ooh. and been like do it now, like do it this way. Mm. Like, have you auditioned for someone? That's a great question. I would say no. Nothing is coming to mind. So what I have done now, I've been the bull. I've been the extra guy. Like, okay, the wife wants two at a time. Yeah. So, like for instance, I had a couple come over to my hotel room once in Florida. Like Fort Lauderdale, because the wife wanted a second guy, but there was no power dynamic. It was mm-hmm. like I was just the other guy. But no, I've never been ordered around like that. Okay. Yeah, I've never Did had. Did you ever do it? Yeah, I'd be open to it. It would be, it's very specific on the people. I'm an energy person. I so know. if I feel good energy, like the dude. What about that guy or, that you normally hang out with? The, the athlete? The athlete? Oh, no, I, I couldn't, athlete. I would never take orders from him. <laughs> Never. Because we're friends. It's because we're friends, and yeah, no, that would just be weird. But I enjoy, you know, doing mean things and hot things to his subs with him or someone like his energy. Someone like his energy, maybe. Yeah, I would consider being a pawn in that sense if it was hot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you have to realize also I'm a bit more of a hedonist, so it depends. If they were like 
you know, go fuck this girl really hard, make it hurt, whatever. Yeah. Yes, I'm and down. And then spank her and then... Yeah, but her. I want it to be a lot about penetration and fucking and stuff. I don't want it to be as much about like BDSM stuff. That's interesting. That's Do you just feel like I, your tastes in that change sometimes? Yes, because like two years ago, I was doing a lot more BDSM stuff. Now I do it only for the women who like it, not because I like it. Mm. I do, but it's we not the main focus. We still go to those types of parties. We, don't, we haven't hosted one in several months, and I haven't been to one in a long time. I've been going to the orgy, yeah. the two orgies recently. I've hosted a few things here, but nothing crazy, you know, like yeah. a couple or two. Um, How do you make sure that you're going to the right kind of party? I think uh, it's asking the right questions ahead of time. So the natural question is, do you have pictures of everyone? Look, that's not always realistic. I, with this group in particular, I told Jason, I said, look, dude, you've seen the girls I have here. He brought one of his girls here. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I think we understand each other here. Like, you know, let's for, this is just for purposes like sevens or better let's say you know eights or better in my dating life uh, a partner has to be a nine or better to break into my rotation mm -hmm. so and that's in all categories yeah. looks mental physical emotional you're cool you're a little weird you're a little kinky like you have to be nine in every category but for a party looks wise and you know kink wise sevens are better and i think he already lives by that rule so we knew we were going to be attracted to everyone at the party already are there ever women who go to those things alone? Yes, there are. It takes some balls, pun intended, to do that. But there are frequently, like at this party, there's some solo girls, but they know the hostess. Okay, you they're know? friends with the hostess. Yeah, or even if the, the single women are like referred by like someone who knows. How do you make sure as a woman that you're going to an environment that's safe? You need a referral. You need like a, you almost need like an inside person or someone you trust in the middle to introduce you. Or you have to go to a place that has its own security. But again, that's when you get into the clubs. Yes. I don't like clubs. I don't like to go out for burgers. I got filet mignons at home. So I kind of want to stay. I like my, the parties I throw because I cater, I curate the perfect party that I feel. Do you always find that small group parties are better than clubs? For me, yes. For people that are more on the swinger side, no. I'm a little more sapiosexual, so I need a little bit more of a mental, yes. a little emotional connection. I need a little bit more than just like showing up at a club, paying $100, and sticking it in. Don't get yeah. me wrong, that's hot. Like, I've done it, but it's not what I prefer. I love when a regular partner who I've been fucking for like six months already is like, Ooh, let's, you know, I'm in the mood for this or daddy, you can do whatever you want to me tonight or mm -hmm. let's get really high and have sex all night, whatever. I find that experience more fun. Small groups, you know, for instance, tonight, you three girls are coming three. over. Me and three ladies. That's my favorite kind of night. I can't wait. But I feel like a lot of men would be intimidated by that situation. Some would. So I'm a vagina addict. You know that like a pussy addict. I can't get it know what to do. The beta guys we're talking about might not know what to do. The more alpha, dominant, whatever, sexual humans, the ones that have that libido, do know what to do. Do you feel like it's a skill that you have to practice? It's like in terms of like the more parties you go to, the more you know what to do. Uh, yes, and you have to have good intuition. Don't insert yourself, <laughs> literally, don't insert yourself where you're not welcomed. So like I said, I have to build up a head of steam to come at a party. Um, you know, the last thing you want is some like dude, you know, shoving his cock 
too close, a dude or whatever, in my face when I'm trying to build up that head of steam and come. I don't want a distraction. So you want to make sure that you're respectful of other people's space, even though we're all sharing like a small space. Right. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, you definitely practice. You get better. I've been doing it for so long. Yeah. But I still learn every time. So you've now brought your primary to one or two of these events. One. I've okay. been to two and she, I brought her to one. Would you bring someone else to it? Like, is it something where you're going to rotate people or is it going to be... After this one going so well, mm-hmm. I think I will always invite my primary mm-hmm. and I will invite one other partner as well, depending, as long as I think they're group appropriate. Yeah. So my primary will get along with everybody. Is everyone that you are with group appropriate everyone that uh everyone that i'm with currently currently no, s- several of them will not go to a party at all like they're just like no we're one-on-one and that's it yes uh broke that rule last night but the, she wanted she finally was open to having another guy in the room and that kind of thing did she love it yeah she did we're gonna do more next time but I'm sorry, I blanked on the question. The, <laughs> You're thinking about your nightlife. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It was uh, group appropriate. Yeah. Uh, but of the people who are group friendly, yes, they're all be group appropriate. Some more than others. Mm-hmm. I think like my my sub and my primary are perfect for it. They're experienced. They're both technically straight, but they do bisexual stuff. Mm-hmm. So they, and that's what this party is. It's kind of like. You know, lots of fucking, and then the girls are all touching each other a little bit here and there. Some are more that bi than others. That typically happens only with females. Do you find that? No, not at this party. Interesting. Uh, what was funny at the first party, um, one guy started touching another one's cock, or actually said like, hey, is it okay if I touch this? And then the hostess overheard this and is like, don't worry, no one at this party is straight. And okay, Jason and myself we identify as straight. But by all means, there's cocks all over the place. You're in the same hole at the same time. There's all kinds of cross-touching. And some guys do touch each other at these things. However, I think the vast, vast majority of parties, it's what you said, where it's the girls touch each other, the guys don't. Do you feel like people who typically have not necessarily... Like the people you're seeing, obviously you're not monogamous with them and they have other partners too. Uh-huh. Do you feel like people who like having other partners typically would like a group situation and they just don't know it or do you feel like it's it's a very niche and specific thing it's a uh yeah it's a little maybe more 50 50 or like maybe even like 80 20 like 80 percent. no it's just not for them they have performance issues they like one-on-one or they need an emotional connection like there's so many boundaries yeah that a lot of people have but for let's say the 20 or 25 percent of us that can go into a room socialize for a little bit and then perform sexually enjoy it climax cuddle for a little bit and then leave Mm -hmm. those of us that can do it love to do it Mm. it's fun it's like i don't know i I guess it's i would equate it to golf (laughs) it's like golf no it's not ready ready (laughs) it is an activity that you do on the weekend i'm talking about sex parties like private sex parties an activity that's usually on the weekends that takes approximately six to seven hours from start to finish, from when you leave your house. Uh, usually there's some kind of a snack involved. It's a hobby. You're, getting, you're burning off energy, although you're not in the sun. You're burning off energy, whether it's playing golf, playing tennis, running a marathon, it's not or having a sex orgy. How many golf rounds have you played in your life? Well, I play a lot of Frisbee golf. I've never so you've played. never played golf? <laughs> okay, it's a little boring. <laughs> Frisbee golf is fun. <laughs> 
never played golf. What's my name? On Polly Confidential? You said my name. I love it. I don't care. I'm out. So, it's really, I'm out. I'm out there. I just I'm already you. out. By the way, I want to tell you as I stand up here, I'm so sore in the groin muscle from being in the sex position, you know, the daddy Can I position. Tell you what you need to do. You tell need to me. get bands and you need to do band we work. Have, I actually have bands. You need to do band work. I'll give you some exercises. No, I really stop. have to. Stop trying to improve me. I have to pee. Can we, we, okay. we did great. So we did great. I have We're to g- pee. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. I'm going to wrap up. Oh, we could do a golden shower kink live no, on the podcast. No. Okay. Damn it. I thought we had something there. Anyway, going to wrap up another awesome episode. That was Buddy and I talking about this brunch bang orgy, group sex, my partners, and just all the other things that go on with our lifestyle here at Poly Confidential. Thanks for listening.